You die once, and suddenly you're not invisible. Explore the story of Heed, who was a corpse for a while, but is back to life and trying to learn about just what had happened, only to discover the story is far stranger than that. Inspired by manga, Alter X Artifact is a new LGBTQ webcomic for mature readers revolving around magic and political espionage. This comic features fantastic elements, gripping storytelling, and impressive visuals that pull you into the strange but fascinating world of the comic. Alter X Artifact explores themes of magic, dreams, and relationships, all while deftly weaving a compelling mystery with eye-catching visuals. You're still in time to enjoy the exciting prologue as well, but you gotta hurry over on to the website. So, if you're looking for your next weekly webcomic read, you need to go to alterxartifact.com. That is alterxartifact.com. Now back to the show. time it worked speaking Hooray of for small miracles yeah i know and speaking of uh this time at working i found my fucking articles this week this morning and <clears> since they actually loaded on mysterious universe i left the fucking tab open all day because <laughs> goddamn have i learned my lesson and speaking of learning, hello and welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, it just doesn't roll off the tongue as easily, does it? What, just Kevin? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I need I need another name. I am no longer Kevin the Bastard. Well, well maybe we can, uh, we can uh, what's that term? Like workshop it, uh, yeah, or uh, outsource it to the uh, Ooh. the listeners. Yeah, there okay, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll talk about Cri- that in a few minutes. Well, what about Cryptid Kevin? Ooh, I kind of like that, but I'll think about it. I'll think mm. about it. I, I want I want to get some feedback from the uh, the peanut gallery first, though. Okay, Kevin, among- the true believer. No, it's terrible. <laughs> that's Kevin, the man who is extremely gullible. Let's just go with that. <laughs> So, Mike, you doing okay, though, this week? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Just tired. Okay, that's fair. And we also have Mr. David Davis. David, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, and I learned something about one of the freelancing gigs that I have. Oh, yeah? What's that? Uh, So, you know how I do, like, the AI testing and training and that sort of thing? Yeah, Uh, you're talking to ChatGPT, right? I, yeah, I just I just found out that uh, the corporations doing the project that I'm working on is one of the biggest corporations on Earth. So I feel a little weird about it. Oh, wow. That's. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yikes. Yep. Yep. So I am technically doing evil. You should stop. <clears throat> no, Jeez. the money's too good. Okay, I say that's that. So I'm like, so it's either Alphabet or Facebook or Meta. <laughs> one of those two. Well, we're not and I will say. I know. I'm just uh, yeah. saying. Don't want to jeopardize, jeopardize that corpse. Jeopardize. <laughs> Don't want to jeopardize. That's someone else that needs a the name too, David. David the Davis. There we I don't go. Know, it's only it's weird. He's the only one that we say his last name. And yeah, well, you know, it just people know who David is from uh, his comics. So well, it's also mystery. very alliterative, which rolls off well, the tongue. So well, I mean, it was either gonna be Mike the Skeptic or Mike in LN. So yeah, like I said, I'm a 
I'm a man of mystery. Nobody yes. knows who the fuck I am. That's very true, and uh, that's good because it is a weekend weird, and we're going to be talking about mysterious things. No, just talk about weird things, Mm -hmm. dumb things. Now, before we get going, do we have any um, any things we want to mention right off the top? Any uh, any any housekeeping, David? You got anything? Uh, not really. Okay, Mike. Um, some laundry and dishes, maybe. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so we got nothing uh, as far as that goes, but it's a week in weird. And uh, since I was able to keep Mysterious Universe up. Uh, Viagra? Yes. Before they boot me out, do you guys uh, mind if I go ahead and read my article? Go ahead. All right. So I'm going to start off. Bigfoot expedition to search in Thailand for the Orang Pendek. Ooh. You guys familiar with the Orang Pendek? We've mentioned yeah. it before. Right. So it's basically, um, it's not really a Sasquatch. It's like a small man-like creature with like orange hair. It, it's, it, it's name derives from the same language as the Orangutan. Which mm. uh, Orangutan is a forest person. And uh, Orang Pendek, I believe, is like Forest Ghost or something along those lines. But the article is from MysteriousUniverse.org. It is written, of course, by Paul Seaburn. Your doppelganger. My doppelganger. I was waiting for that. <laughs> so, when the conversation turns to bipedal ape-like creatures, Bigfoot is the 500-pound gorilla in the room. I can't believe he said liter- didn't say literally. <laughs> But there are many similar cryptids as well, known in other countries and areas, and the Sasquatch is in North America. A good example is the Orang Pendek, the long-rumored small bipedal ape-like creature of Sumatra, Thailand, and other surrounding areas in Indonesia and Southeast Asia. Many people believe the Orang Pendek could even be a primitive human or part of a small lost culture which has managed to survive in the dense rainforests of these locales. Local beliefs are so strong and widespread that a new expedition was announced this week that will focus on searching for the Orang Pendek in Thailand. Bigfoot in Thailand, the definitive expedition, has the cooperation of the government of Thailand and has assembled a team of experts in Bigfoot searches and Thai folklore. The expedition is already controversial, though, because it is being led by Tom Biscardi, a cryptozoology researcher, film producer, and Bigfoot hunter who was involved in a couple of alleged Bigfoot captures which turned out to be hoaxes. I'll I'll Mm. talk about that in a bit. Will this new expedition result in a real capture of an orang pendek for Biscardi? Uh, there's a website in the article. There's also a photo of what lo- what looks like a man in a gorilla suit in the forest on their website. <laughs> um, so here's the deal. The problem with Tom Biscardi is everything he's ever done has turned out to be a hoax. Uh, like he has said, he has caught a Bigfoot, and it turned out it was a hoax. And he said, no, it was this woman I was working with. She conned me. And then there was the uh, two guys from Georgia that said they had the body of a uh, of a Sasquatch that he was uh, promoting, and uh, it turned out to be a gorilla suit frozen 
in an ice block. <laughs> and he was like, oh, they conned me. And I'm like, there's two common elements of this shit, motherfucker. And it's you. <laughs> he also was selling tickets to a live stream of the uh, the capture of the Bigfoot. And George Norrie had to shame him into giving refunds. Goddamn. When George Norrie is your fucking, like, voice of reason, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. George Norrie is like the most fucked up Jiminy Cricket you could have. I swear to God. Tell me some more about these ideas you have so I can talk you down. Yeah, no, it's just like <laughs> not a thing you want. Holy crap. But yeah, no, they're going to go out to Thailand and uh, he's going to have a dude in a gorilla suit is what this boils down to. And I was really interested in it thinking, eh, it's not that big a deal, but then Biscardi suddenly throws this whole new slant and it, it raises a question mm. that I want to throw to you guys and hear your thoughts on this. Why is there so much hoaxing in the Bigfoot field? Like, why is it always somebody has a picture of somebody with a Chewbacca mask on? Mm. You know, why, why do they fake it and then say, I was doing it to draw attention so we can find the real Bigfoot? Why, why is it so prevalent in the Sasquatch hunting world so, as opposed to others? I think why, the why, at least why is it more prevalent is because it's probably easier. Mm, it think, doesn't, doesn't yeah. take as much. Like faking like UFO and alien stuff would take a lot more, you know... A cumin, a lot more. Acumen. Yeah. Yeah. Acumen. No, I totally, I totally agree. Uh, it's now, easier to why do. In general, would you hoax is I think it's kind of like one of these like success treadmill things. It's like, you know, you get some notoriety and some recognition. Then all of a sudden, you know, you have to produce, you have to produce. Well, you can't produce anymore. You, you know, when you were not finding the real thing, the next best thing is to fake it. Sure, I guess. Well, it, it's also like short-term monetary gain as well. I mean, you yeah, you right. mentioned it with the live streaming, like, oh, we're gonna go catch a, we're gonna catch a humanoid, and you know, we're we're live streaming, and you have to buy tickets to it. Right. You know, even if it ends up false, you still have the people who buy in. And I I I don't want to offend anyone, but usually people who like are serious believers in Bigfoot tend to be a little gullible. A little bit. Uh, they're, 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 they're good no marks. Offense, but they're, they're, they're good marks. I mm -hmm. but I also point to like things like uh, the Theranos, the you know the company that was mm -hmm. trying to do the uh, the on chip like blood test everything. You know, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure they were actually trying to do that. They were not oh, yeah. setting out initially to scam investors, but they thought they could do it. And when they kept not getting, you know, the results are like, well, if we could just like string the investors on for a little longer, we'll finally crack it. So it's, it's just that thing. It's, it's, you think it's a, uh, it's a the, like, okay. Biscardi, I think is a crook, but some of these guys, I think I agree with you. They're doing it to try to keep people interested until they can like, yeah. I mean, I don't think get the goods. I, I don't, I think very few, at least I want to hope, very few people are maliciously, you know, hoaxing. 
I, you know, they're, they're doing it for. I think Biscardi is, maybe. but not all of them. The other thing I'm thinking about is the scale of the hoaxing, you know, so someone who's who's trying to drum up interest, you know, uh, like faking like tracks or something like that, something that is a little harder to verify, sure. something that's a little more obtuse, like to a degree, like I can understand why you would do that. But it's when they put a dude in a fucking monkey suit that like anyone can look at it anyone who looks closely <laughs> enough realizes well this is fake and yet they still yes. commit to it yeah 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 like what's going through their head at the time i i just, that's the one yeah. that always throws me it's like are they that arrogant or you know who what? i could see trying a really good bigfoot scam and getting away with it for about 6 months hmm. vince mcmahon oh dude yeah yeah, like David, you and me both are. We've kept Vince McMahon yeah. on the brain <laughs> yeah, right yes, now because of behind the bastards. But Mike, you can you can agree to that, right? He's the kind of guy that would do like a Bigfoot storyline and take it and take it completely seriously until the end of the storyline when they pull the mask off and it's like the return of Goldberg or something. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, just Vince like, yeah, that's a that's a great physique there. You're gonna you're gonna ring in the dimes. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that, but I'd, or he could be the Bigfoot himself, just shaven, doing True, his yeah. fucking walk. Oh yeah. god, yeah, no, yeah, he's, walk, yeah. man, I would love to see a Sasquatch walk with the Midsman strut. <laughs> that 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 full body spasm that keeps him moving forward starts walking through the woods like his calf pops and he's on the ground. Like you, you remember, you remember that from. Uh, that, that WWE clip where he like jumps onto the the jumps into the ring and then like his leg like gives out and he's just sitting against the edge of the ring can't move. Yeah, just, I just oh, pictured. So good. Oh god, just Bigfoot hits the ground and does like the Peter Griffith shin thing, you know? <laughs> ah. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I don't know. I I know we've talked about like out of all the cryptids, Bigfoot may be the most likely to exist, mm -hmm. but also the hoaxes are so obvious and entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like a lot of UFO shows, but man, if I'm bored, I'll watch a shit out of a Bigfoot show, man. You know, now I really want WWE to do a, a Sasquatch storyline. Oh, the key fade would be amazing. Yeah, that that would have that would have been something that like if Lucha Underground was still around, they would have yeah. fucking ran with that shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the thing about the Orang Pin deck. Uh, back on the subject of that story <laughs> that I find really interesting is, yeah, okay, a lot of scientists, most scientists, reputable scientists, are like, this is bullshit. But they also see the exact same thing about the orangutan. Mm -hmm. So, like, and the mountain gorilla. Because the mountain gorilla, you know, wasn't really discovered and taken seriously until, what, like the 1920s. So, like, literally only 100 years ago. Okay, so wait, like, well, quick question. Yeah. Is it orangutan or orangutan? I've heard it. It depends on where you're from. Yeah. I've been Orang saying it. Utan. Orang Utan. Is the because because sometimes there's a space. It's like Orang, and then Utan. You know, why but doesn't Tang have an orangutan as a mascot? They did for a little bit. They did. They did. The orangutan. 
The orangutan. Yes. You're, you're, you're not pulling my leg I'm here? This is a real thing? I'm not shitting you. It was in commercials sometime in the 2000s. All right, I'm going to have to Google this and confirm. That's when their slogan was, it's a kick in the glass. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm Googling this right now. Holy fuck, you're right. Fucking <laughs> 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 This is so stupid. This is something that I probably saw as a child, and I, like, <laughs> what? Oh, my well, God. Here we are. Yep. <laughs> Maybe this is like a viral campaign to like bring it back. Are you this whole... saying Biscardi's working with the Tang Corp? He's working with Big Orange. So, some fucking poor Tang intern dressed in a monkey ghillie suit wandering around in the Indonesian forest. Oh god, I love that idea. Just, it, it turns out the entire thing is just a scam to sell powdered orange drinks. It's just fucking Greg from Succession. <laughs> Oh, oh Christ. <laughs> I could, uh, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do that, but, like, I don't feel safe. Just fucking do it, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's so good. Yeah, Todd, there's just, like, just fucking do it, man. <laughs> uh, so that's my first story. I just thought y'all might get a kick out of the fact that the biggest hoaxer in the Bigfoot world is now looking for the Orang pin deck. So, the, rain, the Oran pin deck? Pin deck? Pin dick. Man, I hope one meets you and rips your arms off for insulting this wang. <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. You know what? If they find one and and bring it back to to our modern world and they don't name it Clyde, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Well, it would nah, be. I'm, you know, I'm with you. It could go any which way but loose. Oh. Mm-hmm. In any which way you can. Mm hmm. So, can I go? Yeah, that's my story. That's my start off story. So, so who wants to go next? Can I go? Can I go? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I got a fucked up one for us. Oh mm-hmm. boy. Okay, you ready? Yes. Uh, yes. This is from NBC News. Okay, I'm Me- not ready yet. Oh, <laughs> you're fucking reputable news sources. Fucking <laughs> mysteriousuniverse.org is too good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York fertility doctor accused of using own sperm dies when hand-built plane crashes. Oh, there's a whole fucking had, journey in that title. Yeah. So I had <laughs> I had heard about this. Like I think I'd heard originally, like the the original case where you know he had yeah I remember. a bunch of ladies with yeah. his own sperm. But then I saw the but I saw the the. The headline I saw was came from the opposite tack, which was homemade airplane crashes. Pilot is suspected, you know, sperm doctor or whatever, something like that. <laughs> sperm um, doctor in color. So they, they, the yeah, the one I said, the, the article I read had the kind of opposite leaning of which way to emphasize. <laughs> right. Yeah, so what, it, yeah. Which is the emphasis here? Is it the handmade plane that crashing, or is it the dude who probably impregnated a bunch of women with his own yeah, sperm? Can, a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, I mean, there's either two. Way, either way you go, you win. There's two big. You know, I read a lot of sites that are more like car and you know tech <laughs> leaning so they meanwhile meanwhile me and david that. are come enthusiasts <laughs> lean towards the that, calm. that's our next t-shirt supernatural selection come enthusiasts. fucked up shit 
You know, that's going to be really true after next week. I just need to they, say that. That could be a tier of our Patreon. <laughs> oh, we got, we got, oh, man, we've got to remake the logo. the cheapest tier. So if you want to support us at the cheapest tier, <laughs> you have to be known as a cum enthusiast. <laughs> that's the dollar level. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, oh, you do get a shirt. It says supernatural selection on it, but it's written in cum. It's just it's just like a couple splatters of white that are just dripping down the chest. Oh, and it glows blue in a black light. <laughs> you could use that you could use that uh paintbrush that is glue. You ever saw that? You're a true artist. You haven't seen that? The someone made a set of like Adobe brushes. They are quote unquote yes. glue. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, oh yeah. 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 Glue brushes, like yeah. How how often do you have I, to? I've paint done enough glue? porn commissions to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, those tools He's, exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, so I'll plain. draw whatever you want as long as you give me money. So yeah. I, I'm just putting that out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So let me go ahead and read through this a little bit. Um, Please do. Yates, New York, a New York fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients, died over the weekend when a <laughs> when the hand built airplane he was in fell apart mid flight and crashed. God. Authorities said. Can you imagine God, that moment when the plane sounds... starts falling apart around? I can yeah. picture it animated by fucking Chuck Jones. It's like Tears of the Kingdom when your construct starts falling yes, apart. I, it starts flashing green and then... <laughs> See, I'm just picturing Wiley Coyote, like one thing flies off and he's like, huh, whatever. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then just like more and more until he's just like got the wings tied to his arms, now, flapping now, furiously as he falls from the sky. Now, on the one hand, like a man died, but on the other yes, hand, this no. is just really funny. Wow. Um, uh, on the other hand, it's a terrible man that died. So, so we, we don't you, know. He was accused. We don't know if he actually did. Look, I when all the kids coming out look come out looking like him, I think it's it's a, a <laughs> fait accompli. Right. God, I I just looked up the type of plane it is. Yeah. Like. It's not even like a neat looking plane. It's called it's was designed in nineteen thirty eight. It's called oh, no. a Whitman Buttercup. Oh god. Which is like I gotta look this up. Is that like a Whitman sampler? Sort of. I mean, so it, it was designed, you know, as a you know, easy to build yourself plane, but oh, you think about god. it yeah, in the nineteen thirties, it's okay. not a very high bar to uh Okay, you wanna clear. know what this plane is, David? Uh-huh. You remember Commando Cody and the Radar Men from the Moon? Uh-huh. You remember every time there was a scene with a plane, and it's yeah. like Commando Cody caught up to it and climbed in, and oh, then yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, okay, it's that exact plane. It, it it looks like someone made it out of cardboard boxes and spray-painted it. Like, Is it kind of like a, like, you know how Sears used to sell house kits to people? Is it just like a Sears of, version of a plane uh, kit? Cheaper than that? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna send you a link so you can see. I mean, it's it's really. I mean, looking at it, it's obviously the construction is like kind of a tube frame with uh, you know, that they don't use like I'm trying to think of what they use nowadays. Not canvas, but Hope. some kind of you know flexible material wrapped around it. It's I think it's usually like a kind of a plastic or something like that. But mm. but yeah, it's it's, David, it's there is a picture in host chat. Yeah, it no, I'm looking at pictures not of it right a now. Han- I like planes. <laughs> it is not a handsome plane. No, it's not. And the fact that this guy went down in a handmade plane reminds me of how of John Denver because you know he built his plane, 
but yeah. it wasn't one of these. Mm-hmm. No, there, there's plenty of people like no. building no, John planes. Did, yeah, John never built like a neat plane. Here's the thing. I, I do have a quick update. Holly just like handed me a handwritten note in quotes that says, Come, connoisseurs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! She, I thought this was going to be like the conversation. Some... Okay, okay. Can you can you do that again? But go with this just in. <laughs> this just in. I was just received. Uh, oh shit! I can't do it. Okay, wait. This just in. I just received a note from the staff here. It says, "Come commissioner. Come commissioner." What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm out of it. All right, that's okay. We're all tired. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked it all up. This is why yeah. we do this at God, night. God yeah. damn it! We'll fix it in post. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. It's staying in, buddy. I am post. Yeah. We need the... So, come freak dies in uh, flying water. Uh, the, the, the pilot also died, unfortunately, which is sad. Oh, oh God, he wasn't even flying it? Oh, yeah. I thought it, he... Man, so, wait a minute, did oh, he this build is it? worse. Yeah, here, let me go ahead and read a little bit more okay, of this. Please yeah. do. I'm sorry. We've been interrupting with jokes about a cum man dying. Okay. Uh, Dr. Morris Wortman, which held the last oh, name. Oh, God. Yeah. 72 of Rochester was Wait, a passenger 72? in the... It was a passenger in the experimental aircraft that went down Sunday in a pasture in Orleans County. The pilot, Earl Luce Jr. of Brockport, was also killed, according to the county sheriff. Um, Man. They, they mentioned it was a Whitman W-5 Buttercup airplane. Um, preliminary findings indicate the wings of the aircraft became detached from the fuselage uh, and and fell to the ground in an orchard. Uh, the, the, that, the fuselage continued west another 1,000 to 1,500 yards before crashing. Jesus Christ. There was um, a lot of screaming. Right. Uh, Wartman was a well-known OBGYN in Western New York who was often the target of anti-abortion protesters. He was sued in 2021 by the daughter of one of his patients who became pregnant in the 1980s. The lawsuit said that the doctor secretly used his own sperm while telling the patient the donor had been a local medical student. It said the doctor (laughs) kept the secret even after the daughter, his biological offspring, became his gynecology patient. Ugh. Ew. Um, the daughter discovered that Wartman was the donor after DNA genealogy tests revealed she had at least nine half siblings. Her medical malpractice suit said, um, oh my God, that's, that's this crazy. Is like how they, that's like how they caught the, uh, the Euron, you know, the original this, Night Stalker. This is like a wonder ball of a news story. Yeah. Like, you know, the Nestle wonder ball, you know, the chocolate yeah. shell, the little uh-huh. sweet tarts in the middle. Yeah. yeah so God. what's the chocolate shell in the story and what's the sweet tart? Oh, the plane, obviously, because it broke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Sorry, my my but... sympathies to the pilot, though. Yeah, because, my, it, damn. Yeah. yeah, no. Pilot is completely innocent in all this, except well, for making a shitty plane. So it's, yeah, I was going to say, he. it's a hand-built plane, and I'm assuming the pilot made it, because... It must well, we have been don't a, know. Like, it, I mean, this uh, building assuming. your own plane seems like something a shitty doctor would do. But he's seventy-two. I don't. Yeah, I don't well, think he's look. building a plane at seventy-two. It's more likely someone he knew that was like, "Hey, come fly on my plane." And it probably wasn't like newly built either. It probably was built like you know, two decades ago, and you know, just never was maintained, and the wings fell off because you know, lack of maintenance. That's bad when that happens, man. I'm just, just saying. Seems, it just seems to me like it's the doctor's project and he hired someone else to fly it for him. 
It just, nah. uh, either okay. either okay. way, I think I, I think feel bad for the pilot. Yeah, yeah. I th- but I think I think if you're if you're building a plane, you're gonna want to fly it. Yeah, I mean that's fair. But he's also seventy two. You know, we don't want more Harrison Fords out there. Yeah. I uh, again, I just keep thinking about like Rob uh uh JFK Jr. Mm-hmm. and uh uh John Denver. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, Harrison Ford survived a plane crash. That oh was, yeah. You know, Harrison crazy. Ford He survived first, several, hasn't he? Gravity wants that man dead. I, I only know of the one. No, he went down in a helicopter too, I think. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna have to Google how many plane crashes Harrison Ford has been in. <laughs> how many planes must die for this man to get the point? Uh I, I'm Googling, continue to discuss amongst yourself. <laughs> Um, well, I, I don't know. You said he, uh, you earlier, Mike, you said, come fly with me. Uh, do you think at any point he said, uh, fly, come with me? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> let, uh, cry havoc and let come the <laughs> sperm of war. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm counting at least four. 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 Holy <laughs> shit, man! Stay <laughs> out of the air. Man, was he was he pilot on all yep. of those? I, 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 yep. I don't know. I've got. I've he got, is an avid pilot. Well, I know he's an avid. A website called airsafe.com that lists um, planes <laughs> crashes all involving Ford. actor Harrison Ford. He has Holy his own shit. fucking page on the website. Oh my god! Look. So um, there, there there was one in February 2017 in Santa Ana, California. Um, I'm scrolling down the list here. A lot of information on it. Uh, June 18th of 2000 in Lincoln, Nebraska, 23rd of October, 1999 in Santa Clarita, California. And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm missing one on here, but yeah, there's, well, does it, does it at any point count that inflatable raft from Temple of Doom? Okay. Oh, so there was one in 2015 in Santa Monica. There we go. That's full. Oh, okay. So yeah, there's so yeah, there's a 90, 1999 emergency landing uh, in a riverbed, but that was during his training, so that wasn't his fault. Yeah, but I the, think he took away the wrong lesson from that. Apparently, I can that, survive anything. Yeah, or this is how you land a plane, right? Well, he, well, he had been learning. No, he had been learning. It was a hel- this was the helicopter, and uh, the the instructor oh. took over and hastily mm-hmm. landed in a dry riverbed. Well, well, that's a helicopter, not an airplane. Yeah. It's still look. It's still, I'm, I'm talking about four distinct airplane yeah. crashes here. Yeah, one of in the, the 2001, the 2001, he was blown off of a run bit, runway by a gust of wind. So okay. that's an act of God. I that's can, an act. Of, look, I kind of feel like the airplanes are an act of God, and or, or at least the God of gravity saying stay down. It's just every time he steps onto a tarmac, he looks at a plane and goes, "It belongs in a junk heap." In 2001, he rescued a Boy Scout who had been I re- missing. I remember that. Like, no, that's cool as shit, but also no, maybe he great. shouldn't be in planes anymore. It, it's it, 19 <laughs> hours. That Look, if a Boy Scout cannot survive for 19 hours by themselves, they shouldn't be called a Boy Scout. Yeah, okay. But, man, okay, so all crash I know. Landed, he crash landed into a golf course. That's one I really remembered. Yep. In 2015. Uh, I'm just going to say, if I'm getting on an airplane and I see Harrison Ford in a seat, I'm getting off the airplane. <laughs> right. it's in like 2017, Final Destination. <laughs> 2017, he landed on a taxiway instead of a runway. So, you know, on in an airport, you have the runway, which is where right. you're supposed the taxi to land. And next is, to it, you have another lane just for taxi. That's just the road for the planes exactly. that haven't taken off yet. Yeah. I've been on those. So, yeah, he, he landed on the taxiway, which happens... Yeah. 
unfortunately a lot at small airports. Right, because, you know, reasons. I, I don't know. Uh, ha- having one mishap when you're flying is something that I feel like I would reconsider things. But the minute you have so, four, I'm just like, yeah. Mm. so, yeah, I mean, in, in general, when you're just a normal civil aviation pilot, yeah, when you have a problem like that, they're going to review your license. Yeah. And, but and and I do, I do imagine that being him being Harrison Ford, you have some, you know, bureaucrat going, well, I'm not going to reject Harrison Ford's license. Sure. Indiana Jones will punch me. Yeah. <laughs> it'll well, be like my, that scene in Raiders when he punches the Nazi like, into like, the blade. Yeah, it'll be like that scene in Raiders with the, with the guy with one, the sword. One of the, one of the many great scenes in Raiders, like when he shot the dude with the scimitar. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Or I'm talking about when the Nazi, Nazi gets caught in the, the, the blade of the plane. Yeah, that too. You yeah. know who I bet will be a really good pilot? Hmm. Steve Buscemi. I thought you were going to say Chewbacca. Okay, fair, but compared to Harrison <laughs> Ford, yes. Oh, wait, no, the Orang Pendek. There you go. Yeah. So, <sighs> so this guy, I feel bad for the pilot, but yeah. and, and like, but this dude was like 72 and possibly a piece of shit. So, yeah. yeah. And I can't really feel too bad for the pilot because if, he, if, okay, going on my There's assumption. There's a lot of ifs. If the pilot was in fact the builder of the plane. That's on him. Yeah. He should have been like keeping the plane up better because the wings don't just fall off. Of a perfectly <laughs> like, that's a terrible airplane. design for an airplane of wings just to act like that. That is negligence that's like you know that is if i do if i do some tire stuff on my car or truck Mm -hmm. and And the the wheels fall (laughs) off while i'm driving that's i have no one to blame but myself i'm not going to sit there and say oh the lug nuts true bad but it's more survivable than the wings falling oh yes definitely what's going on you know, it just sounds like an action figure, action feature from a mask toy by Kenner. Jesus Christ. Like, you know, this plane turns into a motorcycle. No one survives, but it turns into a motorcycle. Oh, man. Jesus, fuck. So the, uh, that was my stinker story. Wow, no, that's a good that one, that guy's though. a stinker, yeah. Man, come doctor dies in plane crash because fucking wings <laughs> fell off. Oh my uh, god, that's that's the kind of shit you would get in the Wiley Coyote cartoon, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I just don't want to see you know Wiley Coyote as an OBGYN. No baby is going to survive. Yeah, no, that's true. Shoot, no woman would survive. <laughs> yeah, right. no, she'd be they an anvil. Just he, acme, acme like stirrups. <laughs> I just picture him falling into her vagina, and it's that whistling sound when <laughs> he that falls little, off the cliff. Little path. Then, Yes, the path of the... Oh, my God. Oh, Mike, what have you got? So, I was going to do one story, but I changed it because I forgot about this one at the last moment. It's not, like, super weird news, but it is interesting news. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it might actually, Kevin, it might actually give us a valid reason to live in the South like, like we do. I thought the low cost of living was a pretty good one. Well, this new device generates electricity from thin air. And not just thin, not thin air, more of, th- I would call it thick air. With because, two C's? No, it, it, humidity. 
So oh, mm. apparently it so uh, thick as a yeah thick two C's air. Yeah. So it uses a humidity basically the same way like when clouds generate their electricity. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with the, the water molecules just you know bumping uglies into each other. God damn it! So this material uses microscopic pores, and as the water molecules like brush up against the edges of the pores, they deposit a little bit of electricity. Okay. Well, you know, you start scaling that up, and you can have you know just shit done power dense you know things. So, okay. and I, I figure the more humid an area is. This oh, would probably set. This would not work very well in, say, Death Valley or 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 Utah. Yeah, but in swamp ass Mississippi. Yes, we could have like free energy. Oh yeah, soon. Louisiana, Mississippi, we're fucking set, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, admittedly, this device does sound like it was invented by the former drummer of a heavy metal group that got a degree from an online university, but still. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's so it's nothing new. Like, people have been looking at this because it's known that, you know, well, it's fucking humidity. It's known that clouds do this for a while. Well, so, yeah. Okay. So, you know, trying to harness this has been a... Uh, course of study right but i guess until recently the uh engineering of small meta materials has not been easy it's not easy now but it's getting easier so um and this comes via the smithsonian magazine if you want to talk about provenance of news sources we just like exceeded you know we went from kevin's Mysterious Universe to NBC to the fucking Smithsonian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It. It. We've gone the full circle to we we've done a complete one eighty on credibility. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, a lot of of course, a lot of scientists are like, well, you know, and and it's been demon. I don't know if it's demonstrated or as a paper. You know, it's. Um, let's see. I read it and then I forgot it. You forget it. Did it. I don't so, know if you're going to if you're going to try to find some new form of getting energy from the south like you got to work a waffle house in there some somewhere. Oh, oh, it's <laughs> humid where like, you find a waffle like, house. like like powered by waffle house fights if or we, something. If we could, you know, harness fucking, you know, beer farts, we'd be, you know, <laughs> energy yes. positive. We would never need nuclear power or coal or anything. So Apparently the uh, the methodology would uh, require tiny holes less than 100 nanometers in diameter. That's thinner than one one thousandth the width of a human hair. Jesus. Um, yeah, as the water molecules impasse, they brush against the edge, creating an electric 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 charge imbalance between the layered chambers. I'm really proud of you for getting that sentence out. Yeah, that, yeah, a cup of rum has kind of made yeah. that difficult. <laughs> I'm proud of you, though, Mike. That was good. <laughs> it, it basically is, you know, they call it a man-made cloud. Yeah, so basically it's just, it's like water getting a balloon rubbed on it. it makes okay, it so they did, they did make a, a prototype. It's about the size of a fingernail, and it can only create a continuous electrical a charge of about a fraction of a volt, but yeah, you know, that's still something. Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of those things that, you know, can always make it better. 
and you know just what you do add is more. You, yeah you do layers so it's yeah. got to pass through like multiple layers i mean think about it if you like had and if you have more water vapor yeah well if, if if say you you'd use this in a car you had like a brick of this stuff you know a brick you know uh with chain with like air channels through it and everything but the size of an engine in a car with you know the air from the front you know blowing through it that that'd be a lot of you know air and water mm. and elect- hopefully electricity yeah or just you know a thing the size of your you know air conditioner maybe bigger than your air conditioner hooked up to your window to you, you know the, this is how you get this is how you get that's put an air on conditioner out oil industry hit list you start talking about ways to <laughs> oh, yeah, generate yeah, power yeah. without oil and cars yeah, the guys that are doing this that wrote this paper dead yeah they're fucking dead <laughs> they're dead with a with a fucking solidified thing of uh oh, oil the, stabbed yeah, in their uh, chest. the oil industry is like way down on their you know political and hit list power <laughs> mm, i don't want to risk it so man do i love oil I Man, love oil drinking sucks gasoline. balls. As as much as I love, you know, gasoline and explosions and cylinders. Yeah. yeah you know. Fuck the oil industry. Yes. Yeah. Do, well, do, Mike do you ever that. fill your tank and just like enjoy the smell of the gas? Oh yeah, no gas. That smells great. I know yeah. when I'm thirsty, I like to have a big cup of oil. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and and I I, I like gas powered things, but I also recognize that they are not. Good. It's gonna kill us. Yeah. Yeah. Spe- yeah. Speaking of gas like, powered love- things, how you doing, Kevin? <laughs> Shut up. It's like, I love cake. <laughs> I know cake will kill me. Brave but stance. I love cake. <laughs> no, you I, can I, I love things you. even though they will kill you. Yes. Like sugar. Yes. And God, diet I could, sodas. Or lions. Eat a bag of sugar right now. <laughs> no, no, no. You can say that about lions. I want to pet a cheetah so bad. Aww. I would pet a cheetah so much. I mean, cheetahs, they purr. They mm-hmm. meow. They're mm-hmm. the only large animals that, like, act like, that, like, could be mistaken for a house cat if they were smaller. Mm. I've seen some lions that look pretty damn cute. Sure, but cheetahs act like house cats. They sound like house cats. Okay. They purr. They're the only ones that purr. We've come. We've them. gone. We've gone far afield. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Again. I keep popping up with weird shit. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. Hang on. Let me. Let me get a. Let me get a cup of oil, and we'll get back on on topic here. And uh, so. so, yeah. I mean, I think you know. I think oil. The oil industry is your least of your concerns with this kind of technology. Yeah. Think the automotive industry. No, no. Think of something more entrenched, something more connected, something more like your local power company. Because mm-hmm. if if you can create power from nothing, you don't need, you know, nuclear reactors, which I, I'm for nukes, but, you know... <laughs> You don't. You don't need those. You don't just need, for hunting. Just for uh, hunting. He just wants no. So just he for can pa- just for power generation and okay. space nuke the whales. Flight, nuke the whales. Yes. Yeah, you got to nuke something. Don't nuke whales. That's where all the sheep fuckers are. Sorry, to all our Welsh <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good cut. God damn it! <laughs> that's not getting cut. 
You keep saying that. I'm the fucking cutter. It's not getting cut. No, no, I was saying that's a pretty good cut. I like that. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. And and no, I don't believe Welsh people fuck sheep. Or at least not more. Any not more, all of them. Not any more so than the Scots. Anyway. Or the Australians. <laughs> or the Australians. Man, we're just killing our listenership. That's why we've dropped half of our listeners. So, anyway, point is. But, but yeah, if, if anyone was going to come after you, it would be the big you know, energy your big energy you know your your you know energy your power your, plants. you know i can't i don't know of any other ener- energy companies atmos well maybe but no they're they're involved out of state they're involved okay. in power as For, well yeah here we only know them as the gas people but i guess yeah other yeah atmos is uh has a finger in a lot of, of uh utilities Wow, everyone's <laughs> really kicking in. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm just going to say, this talk about, you know, it's energy from nowhere reminds me of when they would sit around the table and get high on that 70s show and talk about the car that runs on water. <laughs> okay, so this would technically be a car that runs on water, but, okay. you know, it's a little different. You can't just spray water into an engine and it burns. Well, well, but, but here's the thing. If it's a car that runs on water, then it would be a boat. God oh, damn it. Okay, car. thank you for actually going the extra mile and making reference. That's a uh, car that... They don't use Niles, they use knots. Sorry. Yes. Navigates on water. <laughs> well, so, good article, Mike. Yeah. You got that out real well. What would you do with all your free energy? I don't know, probably masturbate and get arrested for... No, I'm just what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> it's getting fucking dark. Oh, um, I don't know what I'd do. I don't. I don't make plans like that. Like I'd probably have the lights on all the time. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'd have one room with every piece of electronics like, running. The house would just be like a meat locker. Just you know, I would just have Christmas lights year round. Sixty-one <laughs> degrees in the house. All they were wearing coats in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. It makes don't me last eat- longer. Don't need a refrigerator. Just leave the meat out on any flat surface. Yes. The cats, the cats are wearing fur coats. On top of their fur coats. On top of Dude, their Dude, if fur I could coats. live in a freezer, I would. I know. Well, we're going to take a quick break and uh, cover our next round of stories. So we'll be right back after this. Hey, David, you know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? Ads. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin? Yes, David? We just did. Whoa. And we're back. A dinosaur story. And and not only would you have to not charge your phones, you don't have to charge your sex toys either. God damn it. (laughs) 
Oh, and mine that are all crank is operated. the rest of the story. I just want to make it seem like we're just continually like yelling all about this stuff yeah. after, during the break. <laughs> oh, the illusion's well, been shattered a, now. Yep. Yeah. Well, I got a I got a story for us, and this Do is you? from a much more reputable source than MysteriousUniverse.org. Mm-hmm. Coast to Coast AM dot com. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> This story is by Tim Binal. Tim Binal. I don't know. Binal. Binal. B i n n a l. Binal. If you're nasty. Binal. <laughs> Binal. Not so, and there's Bunal. a video to this that I've not watched, but this is one of those things I've always found fascinating. Nun's exhumed body found to be intact four years after her death. And there is video of the body. And holy shit, get that thing away from me. Uh, now I've got to see this. It looks waxy like a dead body. But yeah, there there should be an, a link in the uh, Weekend Weird. Holy fuck. Was, was, she, was she embalmed? Well, I'll tell you what, four years later, it's not going to matter. So here's the here's the deal. And I don't know the complete details, so let's let's take a look at the story. In an incredible story out of Missouri, the exhumed body of a nun was found to be perfectly intact despite having been buried four years ago. The remarkable discovery reportedly occurred last week when the Benedictine Sisters of Mary, Queen of the Apostles, which is located in the small town of Gower, set about moving the remains of its foundress, Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster, into the monastery's chapel. Initially intended to be a celebration of the woman who formed the order in 1995, the transfer took what some are calling a miraculous turn when they realized that rather than having been reduced to bones, her body was inexplicably incorrupt. Recalling the stunning moment when they discovered the condition of Lancaster's remains, Abbess Mother Cecilia marveled that, quote, I thought I saw a completely full, intact foot, and I said, I didn't just see that. However, upon further inspection, her suspicions proved to be correct, which led to the sisters bursting into cheers when they heard the news. We got a foot! We got all, we got Nita. <laughs> they were all the more astounded when they learned that the puzzling preservation extended to her entire body as well as a variety of items in her casket. Her crown and bouquet of flowers were dried in place, the monastery said in a statement. The profession candle with the ribbon, her crucifix, and rosary were all intact. Any thoughts so far? microplastics that that's that's what this is you know we have so much plastic in our blood that our bodies aren't going to decay oh shit even more remarkable was the complete preservation of her holy habit made from natural fibers they wrote the synthetic veil was perfectly intact while the lining of the coffin made of similar material was completely deteriorated and gone, adding yet another astonishing aspect to the story is that Lancaster's body was not embalmed, Hmm. and her casket actually sported a sizable crack in the center, which allowed condensation to seep into the coffin and presumably should have sped up the decomposition process. 
According to Mother Cecilia, Lancaster is believed to be, quote, the first African-American woman to be found incorrupt. Whoa, whoa, what? That sounds sus. Yeah. Yeah. What? The, the first African-American woman to be found incorrupt. Like, what? Yeah. I, I don't like the usage of the terminology incorrupt here. Well, I mean, like, no, incorrupt is a term decayed. for when a, a Catholic body hasn't. Incorrupt is a term used for miraculously preserved I just, bodies. I, I just like don't. That. I don't like the emphasis here. It's very. It's no. It's it's a legit thing. I mean, I've heard like anytime there's there's another nun that is they found preserved like this, and she is uh, an incorrupt as well. I, I don't know. It, sounds it a should little, have been uh, capitalized because it's like a form of miracle. The the, 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 the term African American woman's doing a lot of heavy lifting there. Yeah, I'm, but I, it's the first time they've ever uncovered an African American Catholic woman that has been an incorrupted corpse. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there. You know, it's like it would be if it was the first, like you know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other first. Every yeah, other let's dig a hole I here. Use, let's dig a hole here. Every, every other phrase I can no, use I mean, uh, to give an example of why this isn't that what I read isn't that bad would get us canceled. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like what's what's the issue here? It's yeah, like, you know, it's talking about an incorrupted corpse. Mm, it's okay. the first time they've discovered an African American woman. Okay, that this has happened because it's you know it'd be like the. F- uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of. I know I'm, I'm, it's it's tough to think of a way to say it that doesn't get us in trouble. I guess. Uh, but anyway, the sisters were understandably uncertain as how to proceed after making the surprising discovery. With Cecilia observing, "You can't Google what to do with an incorrupt body." <laughs> As such, they carefully extracted Lancaster's remains, washed away a thick layer of mold that had grown on them over the years. That's, I think that's the key I part. I think you're right. And then coated her hands and face with wax. That's sus. Hmm. The nun's body is now on display at the monastery's chapel through May the 29th, which was a few days ago. When it will be encased in glass following a special ceremony. Hey, y'all, you want to go see the dead nun? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was, oh, man. I was going for southern hick as hell, but I don't know. Hey, y'all, you want to go see that, that uncorrupted nun? They can't say a big word like that. What are you talking about? Y'all want to see that dead nun? God damn it. No, okay, here's my problem. First off, I agree with you that the mold may have acted as an insulation mm-hmm. to prevent her from uh, decaying. Yeah. Completely agree. The wax thing. That's why she looks all waxy, because she's yes. literally covered in wax. Unless it's a wax dummy. No. And this I whole thing is fake. I don't think it's fake. But it's it's one of those things. It's it's a confirmation bias. Do they have is photos it? of the nun before they dipped her in wax? There, yeah, yeah, in the video. Oh, okay. The body like or her? Oh, just a headshot of her. Okay, so they don't have the body before they coat it in wax. No. Her. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, that's 
Sus. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the other thing, like, I, I feel like it's a little uncomfortable to be displaying this. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's what they do. It's, it, they're doing it. Look, cat Catholicism is a death cult. We it all know really this. It really is. It is so... It, I mean, you go around every single thing about the Catholic Church is around a dead body or some dude's finger. <laughs> there are a lot I mean, of, hell, like, you finger hellboys. Yeah. Yeah, Hellboy, exactly. And and it's not uncommon for, you know, bodies, even if they're not embalmed. Like, if they're embalmed, of course, they're not going to decay right away. But even unembalmed, it's all yeah. down to, you know, local soil conditions, conditions. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, it's to call it a miracle is obviously a little, well, I don't know. In all fairness, when you, when you there are, are a bunch of fucking nuns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mama Nun didn't rot. Well, and here's the thing. Yeah. The Catholic Church is going through a PR crisis, so they'll take whatever win they can get. When yeah. have they not been? I feel like since I was a child, there's <sighs> been just Look, they've been nothing but PR crisis. Like ever since the Spanish Inquisition, <laughs> they just have one, you know, PR cri- undeserved PR crisis <laughs> after another. I mean, they just keep undeserved. like... <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. I was hoping. What you call a joke, son? That's a joke. I say that's a joke, son. <laughs> they just keep accidentally stepping on all those rakes placed right in their path by themselves. By themselves. It's like as it's they like were that, diddling boys. It's like that scene from The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob just is trying to walk from the yes. fucking uh, from where he dropped in the road. It's just nothing but rakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that. That's the Catholic Church from the time of the fucking uh, Crusades to now. <laughs> yes. I, but, like, when I was growing up, everybody I knew was like, the Pope's the Antichrist. Yeah. And now it's well, like, the Pope touched a little boy. I'm like, I fucking bet he did. He's the Antichrist. <laughs> well, I was kind of different because my family was quote-unquote Catholic. I so, know a lot of quote unquote. So, so when we were living in Louisiana, I remember my mom drug me and my brother to uh, watch as Pope John Paul like sped past on the fucking interstate, <laughs> so he wouldn't get shot. We literally like, here's the Pope. There he's gone. That's it. That was it. Like it wasn't even like a slow roll through. Bless you, you know, my child. Yeah, no, it, it it was just him literally going from the airport to wherever, like the I guess the Catholic diocese downtown or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, they probably, on I ten on an interstate. It wasn't on even an interstate. Roads. Yeah, yeah. So 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 far was he, we've had was it in a car or the Pope mobile? I'm, I'm sure he was in a car, mm-hmm. but the Pope mobile was in tow. Mm, okay, okay. like yeah, like it was driving as well. Right. Okay. I, I just want to I want to comment for a second. Like, what a weird trajectory we've had tonight so far. Because we had monkey people come doctor in a plane crash, <laughs> uh, free energy, and now we've got nun jerky. This has been a this has been a weird one. <laughs> it has been, but yeah, I just I thought it was really interesting. And then we get to the no. part. You know, it's it's interesting. I love the whole idea of corruption because, like, okay, great, it does strengthen your faith. And then science is like she was covered in insulating mold. <laughs> Nun mummy, nummy, nummy muffin cuckoo butter. Yes. Oh God. So, 
David, what have you got for us now? Okay, well, I've got a fun one here. Um, this oh. is from the European Space Agency. Um, who knew uh-huh. that they had one of those, right? No. Um, <laughs> so this, a lot this of is us. a thought experiment called A Sign in Space. And okay. I'm going to go ahead and read the a uh, little bit of the overview here. Uh, ESA plays alien in art project pondering life beyond Earth. Um, so in brief, a message will soon be received from outer space and you are invited along with the global community to decipher it. Does its messenger, the ExoMars Trace Gas Orbiter, count as extraterrestrial intelligence? Probably not. So until we hear from aliens themselves, the Martian Orbiter is playing the role of Green Man in a sign in space global art project. So this is a project developed by an artist uh, named Daniela DePaulis in partnership with uh, SETI, Green Bank Observatory and the European Space Agency, uh, and among others, you know, that's kind of pausing, like, what happens when we make alien contact? What happens when we receive a message and, like, can the global community, like, decipher it and that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, it's, again, this is all, like, it's basically a LARP. But I think it's really cool. Right. Um, no, it is. So the public and experts from all countries and cultures are being asked to decode and interpret the message, the content of which has been kept under lock and key for months. If you think you've cracked it, submit your interpretation to what it means via a sign in spaces o- uh, open call. Um, whether or not you attempt to decode the message, how would you feel if we were contacted by a life form of extraterrestrial origin? How should we reply? Um, yeah, so they've got this really cool little project. and I, The whole thing I'm thinking is like, the secret message is going to probably be like, drink your Ovaltine. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what's going to be. Like the the infographic down here has their, you know, satellite, but has an alien face on mm-hmm. it. Like it's a mask. S- spitting, ooh, one, no one, one. Yeah. You know, binary. Yeah. I love that it, but if you notice that alien face has hooks on it that hook to the. Yeah, I know. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that, actually. And, you know, and then uh, they actually have the other website, which is the actual community site where people are going through. And it, it's cool. Right. I haven't had too much time to, like, go through, but you can actually, like, look at the message now. And, uh, you know, you, you can download the message. They have a Discord for this thing. And, you know, you can submit well, your stuff. At the That's bottom, it cool. says in a footnote, like no, no science data or operational time was yeah. lost during TGO's alien role right. play day. Right. We promise we did not waste millions of dollars doing this. Maybe even billions. Yeah. So uh, I the thought I had was, wow, these ARGs are getting really out of hand. <laughs> yeah, this is all for the next Final This, this is like the game. next next Marble Hornets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, what's J.J. Abrams up to now? Yep, yeah. yep. It's and it's gonna just be the next shitty uh, Cloverfield movie. Get the extraterrestrial version of Slender Man out of this. Oh, I, I'm looking at some oh, of the great. submissions, and I already see an Among Us among among it. <laughs> just just <laughs> oh, a little God. like a little Among Us dude says yeah. sus. That's great. That's oh oh, funny. I've got another fun one here. Um, uh-huh. Let me go ahead and send you the picture. Yeah. Okay, is this another? Yeah, this thing is this is the co- yeah. The, oh, this is for the um, the community website um, to to see what people are doing. Because if you go to a sign in dot space, you get to see like what people <laughs> have been submitting, and you get to read up on the project and download the files and everything. Microsoft Comic Programs remembers. Yeah, just again, there's you know, and that's volume uh, one. I'm looking at volume two now. Um, 
yeah, just an, another Among Us. That's great. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah. That's fun. Now, here's a question. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So here's a question. How would you, uh, I'll start with Mike and move to you afterwards. Mike, how would you react to uh, an actual alien message from space? How would you react? So if it was credible, as in, you oh, yeah, know, no, no, yeah, like no, like NASA, all the, like, all the space agencies wait, were like, yeah, like if there was a massive know. press conference, we received a, an, a message from an alien life form. In I mean, the universe. I wouldn't, unless like their world went to shit, they wouldn't really affect me day to day. Yeah, but I mean, how would it affect you like mentally? How would you, how would you react? I'd be like, finally, I guess. I'd be like, you know, yeah. okay, you know. I mean, I would be, it'd be like. Also Kevin, contingent on what Kevin, the message is? It'd be if you open the, it'd be the same for me as if Kevin, you opened the door one day and Bigfoot was standing there and gave you a kiss on the lips. <laughs> it'd be like, I didn't so expect this to happen about that. I did not. I did I not, have not. I did not expect this to actually, actually happen, but I'm you know, glad he did. I'm yes. you know I'm okay with it. You know, I guess Bigfoot's gentle. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, how about you? How would you? Well, react? I'm I, um I'm of two minds. I guess my first question is, realistically speaking, how long do you think this would be the top news story on cable news? I, I, I'd oh, give right it less than twenty four hours, honestly. Something. Yeah. Which which is I, I give it. 48 to 76. I, th- I think it would make bylines for at least, you know, a week, yeah. you know, as in, and only if there's like new, like shit, like yeah. if they, if it's a message, but we don't know what it is and we can't decode yeah. it. And like, you know, we get stuck trying to figure out what it is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it die off pretty quick. Sure. It's pretty different to think about then it like when that. We de- yeah. And when we decoded it and it said, drink more Ovaltine, it'd be like a little blip, yeah. and, you know? Yeah. The, no the other thing I'm thinking about is, like, if this was a project that was launched during the 90s, can you imagine how much fun conspiracy theories would have been? Like, oh, my, oh my God, God it's disclosure. Yes. Now, nowadays, our conspiracy theories are like, you know, reptilian politicians are eating our children. It's a psyop. Right? It's a psyop because of the... the, the this, I, I just, yeah. like, I wish this was something that was going on during the 90s just because of, like, the... When things were yeah, cooler. Yeah, conspiracies were cooler then. Like, this is, this is like, yeah. you, you could look at it and go, oh, Duh. this is them prepping us for disclosure. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, the, the, it w- or it would have been like, decipher this code and you could get a free code red from Mountain Dew. <laughs> that was my favorite Mountain Dew, the Dew until Baja Blast. You know, I they didn't come out with that until after I was diabetic, so I've never actually had a Baja oh, Blast. Oh, cool, man. But... So here's my thing about the message. Number one, I would be ecstatic if we if they announced, you know, and then I would be like, but what's mm-hmm. it say? Are we fucked? It's just alien for sentence. Actually, you know what? I have a bad feeling. Uh, it would be we're all already dead. <laughs> it's just it's like you up. like all other life in the universe <laughs> is dead. You're the last. Oh man. You're next. Just you imagine you're the, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're next. Oh my god, that would okay. That's and I imagine society would react like they did in the Hitchhiker's Guide. People running into houses, people running out of houses, screaming at the sky. I'm going to suggest that everybody go follow the uh, subreddit because it only got uh, it only has 103 members and it should have more. What? 
Yeah, no. Go, yeah, go R do slash that. a sign in space because this is a cool project. Like this is, I love to see stuff yeah. like this. I think this is very cool. It's so, very creative. So my thoughts, final thoughts on this are one. So this was created by a human, mm-hmm. yep. and however long it takes for other humans to decode it, you could just like multiply that by like a hundred or a thousand if it was an actual alien. Because, you know, we really do not know how they would try to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have suppositions like, oh, they would use math or, you know, whatever. But we don't know. Maybe their idea of a reasonable baseline communication could be, you Thoughts. know, uh, I don't know, the color spectrum because they're insects and they, you know, the color spectrum is like the most important thing to their it's visual an, interpretation. Dude, it's an entire species with synesthesia. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know, and we just <laughs> it's like, know. well, we decipher the message and it says burnt toast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it said it, it's, it's just a, uh, various medley of colors, which the primary one is burnt umber. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> So, here here's the other thing. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm going to cut that out. I've, I don't know. I'm just... It's a neat idea, but, like, I really feel like it, actual contact with space would kill humanity. Oh, no. I mean, the the distances are so vast that, you know, if we did receive a signal, more than likely they probably have, like, off themselves way before we got their signals. I will say this, you know, one thing that will be really neat. Mm-hmm. New death cults. Oh, oh there boy. you go. You know, every every week there'd be a new Always Heaven's Gate. Always something to look forward to. And we could talk about it on this show. <laughs> you know, here, here's a question. Well, was a, if, if you started your yeah. own Heaven's Gate style death cult, what would be your fashion thing that you would have to have everybody wear? Because they, they had the white oh, Adidas, like coveralls, right? Like Gizmonics. Yeah, they had the white Adidas. Like Gizmonic style uh, yeah. coveralls <laughs> and uh, good boots. <laughs> okay, what about you, Mike? Later hose. <laughs> Ooh, just later hosing with you know, the little little shoes. Now, little. see, I'm saying the jumpsuits because you could have color mm-hmm. ranks, and then when somebody goes to the yeah. next rank, they have to buy you buy new jumpsuits from you. Yellows are no longer Kevin, allowed just, to speak to blues. You're 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 just Kevin. You're just describing paranoia. <laughs> yes, because with their with their uh, yeah no security the, ranks the Roy G. Biff security man. Is well, a, no, it was, it was a whole spectrum. It yeah, like started Roy- infrared and went all the way to ultraviolet. Yeah. Hmm. It's a great game if you've never played Paranoia. I haven't either, but man, it's got a great uh, rule book. I don't know. If I had to pick something, it would probably be like your underwear has to be warm from the dryer at all times. So every 15 minutes, you have to pull a new load of underwear from the dryer. <laughs> you know what? That would be comfy and That at would first. be very, very annoying. That would get old. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd get old real quick. What does, does farts count? No. I keep my underwear warm. Not very no. fresh, but warm. No. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, sorry, man. That's not how it works. So, thank you for that, David. Mike, what have you got for your last one there? I So, well, not quite my last. I have a little little stinger there at the end. Oh, but, great, because we've but, all uh, got little but, uh, segments. But uh, I have our weekly mushroom, or not weekly, but, you know, our 
you know, semi, semi frequent mushroom news just for (laughs) David. Oh, good. Apparently doing shrooms might have improved a man's color blindness. Doctor says, man, I, I want to get our colorblind friend and just, just pump him. He's seeing all the colors names. now. A man, <laughs> yeah, a, man, <laughs> a man's experiment with psilocybin-containing mushrooms seemingly left him with long-lasting improvements in his red-green vision. It does remind me. I need to get in touch with a friend of ours and ask him <laughs> about something. Yeah. But, so, I mean, it says it right there on the tin. You know, it just go, the article just goes into a you know, discussion of what psilocybin is, which is just the psychoactive chemical in mm-hmm. mushrooms. Um, but they're being, you know, extensively studied for potential in medical uses, especially in, you know, neuro, neurological issues, which would seem to point if this, I mean, I don't know, is, is colorblindness an actual deficiency of the eye or is it, is it a mind? Is, could it be thing. a neurological thing? Or, or could are there be, two types? Yeah, there could be yeah. other, there could be both. I'm sure they've studied whether or not there are, I'm sure there are people that have like deficiencies in their. God, could you imagine if you had rods, both? It's rods, right? The, the neurological and uh, yeah, mechanical. Double, double <laughs> folk. Oh, that, that suck. Yeah. But I think it's rod, rods are color vision, right? And the cones are black and white. I think so. Light. Yeah, rods are color, and I'm pretty sure at least some, you know, there's a good portion of people that have uh, deficiencies in their rods, which causes their color blindness. But maybe this is like rewiring your brain, and you just think you have better color vision. See, here's the thing. I'm wondering if the one where, like, you see certain shades of gray, and it looks like those chrome chrome paint jobs, you know, the chromio mm-hmm. paint yeah. jobs. I'm wondering if that's the neurological version. That, that could be. I mean, it would make sense if just, like, your your wires are crossed, and you're just seeing this whole spectrum blast your, yeah, of colors. Yeah, your brain's just, like, trying to, like fill in a spot yeah i mean it makes sense we we're just you know we're spitballing here guesstimating here when you hear about stuff like this like it's just again like the theory has been discredited but like the idea of like psychedelics having a role in human evolution like maybe that's why we evolved the way we did like again it's it's largely discredited i know that we wanted to talk about that for an episode at one point but like i i think it is evidence that like Things like that do really matter in the grand scheme of like how our species evolves. So, so I, I can't, you know, I mean, discredited sure in certain specifics, but you can't be, you you can't wholesale. Cause I mean, hell look at uh, alcohol, alcohol, like single-handedly allowed humanity to uh, survive the industrial revolution. Yeah. Um, And even, you know, early yeah. urbanization just because of how shitty water supply was. Oh yeah. Like it enabled, like if it hadn't been for alcohol, we probably wouldn't have been able to like cross mm-hmm. the oceans because of, you know, you just, you know, oh, water. Ha- yeah. Water. And also keeping people from mutiny. Well, that, that yeah. too, but just, just in contaminated water yeah. in general. No, sailors, totally... those early sailors, they mm-hmm. didn't drink water. No, it was mm-hmm. mostly grog. Yep, good old grog. In fact, I, re- I read a, uh, a recount recently. It could be apocryphal, but it was a uh, 
a ship. I can't remember what ship it was. I think it was a U.S. early U.S. Navy ship, but it left port um, with like forty-three thousand gallons of water or something like that. And you know, it had a count. It had a tally of all the stuff where it stopped. You know, it it took on stopped in like mm-hmm. Barbados and took mm-hmm. on so much rum. It left with this much rum, but it came back to port. And only it was only ten thousand gallons of water short, you know, not short, but it had been used over the whole course of like a year, and it had never taken on more water at more hmm. ports. Because nobody was fucking <laughs> nobody drinking was it. fucking drinking the Who water. Who wants lukewarm water out of a barrel? Mm. Out of a barrel, oh, woody God. tasting water. Fucking Christ! Yeah, that just sounds. I'd awful. rather put a stick you, of butter. You mentioned that, um, <laughs> you know, like the those records of like what ships take on and everything like that. Um, it reminds me of um, there's a YouTube channel called Townsend's. Where, uh, yeah, yeah, where he, where yes, he covers stuff like that. Sense. So he does, yes, like, the ship's biscuits and everything like that. But, you know, he, he goes through those documents. Yeah, yeah. hard tack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a great channel, yeah. by yeah. the way. Hell yeah, I want to build me a shitty old <laughs> kitchen. So, yes, I watched the hard tack one. It made me want to make it's hard kind tack of just funny. Yeah, you kind yeah, of want to no, make but then I learned, for emergencies. Like, I saw salt pork. And, and yep. I learned... And then I learned that uh, that hard tack would just get bugs, and you just have to live with eating the bugs. And it's like, eh, maybe <laughs> not. Say it's protein, man. It's protein. I want to eat hard tack bugs. I know, but pure protein. And sure, I'd only be eating hard tack if, like, you know, yeah. the ship went down. Yeah, like it was a hurricane. We're out without power for like a week. Mm. Or but, but no, it's invaded. cool. Like some yeah, of the stuff that, that they make, it's um, or that he makes, it's like I kind of want to try that. Like the the. Yeah. Like, um, sure. he's doing one now where it's like, if you time travel and you have to make a American food for George Washington, you decide to make chow mein, you know, so how do you make chow mein <laughs> in like, uh, 1700s, uh, America, like with what ingredient? It just, yeah. it's, it's goofy, but it's fun. Yeah. Hot yeah. dog. Make the man, make our family. Hey, you always got pig dog. lips and assholes, so. There you yeah. go, man. Just no, no need a meat grinder that. and some intestines, and you can yeah. make a bun. So, yeah, yeah. Ooh, this was a uh, one of the the studies was from the University of Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. <clears throat> yeah. There we go. So that there yeah, go. there we go. There do you more go. Mushrooms. You that, go. That's the taking drugs. Everybody should do more mushrooms. Makes the world better. Yep, everybody just go into the forest rooms. or go into the woods, find a mushroom, pick it up and eat it. I've heard no, oh, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. What the fuck? Now I have heard that it can help with uh depression and mm-hmm. mental health. I mean there's so a lot of really studies would like to find out somehow. Saying that, you know, psilocybin's useful in medical and that's that's the thing. A lot of these like a lot of these Big pharma narcotics, illegal narcotics are starting to have, you know, legit medical use because, because they're, 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 you know, they have, okay. So, you know what I don't want to do hmm. is pay, uh, Pfizer mm-hmm. for yeah. psilocybin. Yeah. Or you don't, nobody wants to pay Pfizer for crystal meth, but here yeah. we have, <laughs> uh, you know, ADHD medications that are basically yeah. meth. That's true. I mean, there's no, no such thing as a bad drug. There's just abuse of drugs. 
uh, right. Uh, I don't know mm. if I'm willing to go mm. that far because I think there are probably some drugs that are. What about crocodile? Crocodile's that, a bad drug. It's not a. That is not a pure drug. That is a bastardized. Like that's like saying you know battery acid's bad if you you know inject it between your toes. It's like of course it is. You don't want to use it for that. <laughs> Crocodile is not a pure drug like, you know, LSD or, uh, you know, uh, uh, PCP. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm, uh, now, I understand what you mean. Stuff intended mm, to be used yeah. as a drug. Well, not, yeah, or just like the actual, you know, pure chemical component. Because crocodile, as far as I understand, is just a bunch of shit thrown into a blender by a Russian <laughs> junkie. It's a drug It's a drug cocktail, yeah. like literally just yeah, just a margarita yeah. of yeah. It's like it's like they Drano had, and had, meth and heroin. It's the only drug that we know like when you inject up. it. It's got like a little umbrella. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, THC, all these, you know, they they have can have legitimate medical uses. Sure. It's just because of their stigma, they haven't been, you know, researched for the past 50, yeah. 60 years. Right. Because, you know, the war on drugs said that stuff's bad. Yeah. So basically, the stance of the show drugs not so bad as people say. Uh, I mean, in, everything has its yeah. use. No, absolutely. Uh, so. David, do you want to do you want to let's go into a couple of segments yeah, here, um, and then yeah, we'll do questions. So, okay, before we do X, oh, yeah, can, I, can I do mine? Sure, because mine uh, led to a little bit of another story, kind of like Mike's mm-hmm. mushroom watch. <laughs> uh, so, I, my segment, of course, is called Reddit already. And uh, this one was in r slash cryptozoology. And the title of the thread was The Griggstown Cow is the Most Cryptid of All Time. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck (laughs) is the Griggstown Cow? And this is one of my favorite uh, types of cryptids. Uh, In the 70s, uh, let me see. Yeah, sometime around like 75 or so, this farmer's cow got (laughs) loose and got into the floodplain of Griggstown, and I think it's Delaware. And uh, for the next 30 years, the cow was infrequently sighted out near the river along the floodplains. And uh, just... Nobody ever got a conclusive photo of it. No tracks were found. No cow pats were found. And it passed into legend. And people would just be like, uh, legend, that old cow out there. <laughs> and then in 2002, Holy they shit. found it. A park employee found a, quote, very old weather-beaten bull, <laughs> which had fallen into a ditch and was, and was oh. unable to get out. I, how long ago? 2002. Oh, it was it dead? No, it was alive. Oh, wait, it has been living in that's how long did it fall in the ditch? Oh, not long. Okay. But, yeah, but it was, was arthritic. Like the, the, it's no. been in the ditch it's since just living like a fucking no, no, it died in the Midwest. In two, they, no, they, 
<laughs> anyway, so it was arthritic and weak, and mm-hmm. uh, they what? eventually got the cow out. But it was so old, uh, it was it had been out on the fields. They figured out for thirty years. Damn, Jesus! It was like just older than thirty. Outliving its best just life, I guess. Living its best life, and they euthanized it on the scene because it was its quality of mm. life was so bad. But this thing had become a local legend. That's cool. It's like I saw the Grigston <laughs> cow, and we have had something like that similar in mm. Mississippi. Mike, have you heard about this? What the Louisville emu? All right, I'm out. <laughs> No. See you, fucking no. nerds. No. <laughs> no, seriously. In Louisville, this dude, you know how for a while there was a big deal to like get emu and raise them for meat and eggs. Oh yeah, it was a it was a big thing in like the nineties and two thousands, mm-hmm. emu farming. Yep. So in the nineties this dude bought some emu a couple of emu, one of them died, and I believe the farmer died or just moved and let the surviving emu out. Just just emu abandonment. And it lived out in the wild for years. The local news would be there was an emu sighting out there on Highway 25 this week. And just uh, until finally some redneck, I think, shot it. But they had they had a cryptid <coughs> emu in Louisville. And I love mm-hmm. these kinds of stories. The idea of just these animals out there living their best life. It's like uh, the the Illinois kangaroo. <laughs> we should do an entire episode of these. We should actually animals that mm-hmm. should not be there, or like you know when a circus train but overturns like, yeah, no. and like all the monkeys get out. Oh, are we talking about the? Uh, I'm talking monster? about the Rugrats movie. <laughs> oh fuck you! Are we only going to talk about the Colombian? Uh, oh yes, yes. Ooh yes, we are so going to talk about <laughs> Pablo Escobar's hippos. Fucking breeding population of goddamn hippopotamus. The crack hippos. <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine, my bad. Mm-hmm. The cocaine hippos. But yeah, no, I I found the Grigston cow. I was like, well, I feel better for knowing that this mm-hmm. can still happen. That, that's a fun little story. 30 fucking years. I know. It's I like great. it. I like it. That's a good animal story. So, yeah, the ghost cow. <laughs> and it the only reason it died was because it had, it had lived its life up and people mm-hmm. took pity on it. That's how you want to go if Fair you're enough. a cow. I don't know. I think so, I'd rather be a bitch in hamburger. Mm, I don't know, man. Arthritic in a bitch. <laughs> That's how I want to go. Well, mm. you're halfway there. <laughs> I, I yep. can be arranged. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we're not oh far from a ditch. So, uh-huh. David, I think it's time for okay, X. Okay, I got a us. fun one for us here. Um, so, you know, oh, this good. is on X, the 4chan paranormal board. Um, the picture in the of initial course. post is um, Van Gogh's Starry Night. Beautiful painting, one of my favorite paintings. Um, here is the post. It's from an anonymous user. There is a planet in the confines of this universe which is being prepared to house non-ascending humans. Conditions on this planet are inhospitable. We do not know who the controllers of said planet are and what their specific objectives are. The souls of the humans that will be sent to that place will have to start over. Don't forget what you learned here. The time has come. 
Okay. Yeah, go Can't for it. Can I give you my thoughts? First off, this sounds like Mormon <laughs> theology. Second, it sounds like Earth. Yeah, so... um, I, Like, we're, we're, we're already yeah, so there. I, I, I'm going to pull up some reply here, but what, what do you think, Mike? Like, what... I, I think I went a bit cross-eyed from the sound. <laughs> um, this sounds like if someone came up to you and said this, you would, like, step away from them. Yeah, you would, As you they try to hit you a pamphlet. You would slowly back away. What does it say away. about me that I seek this shit out for this show? <laughs> um, I'm gonna slowly mm-hmm. back away, um. <laughs> holding my hands up defensively, so- <laughs> and say, Sir, this is an Arby's. Please leave. So the first reply literally just says test, but <laughs> um, the second reply directly to it is, is this related to the Galactic Federation relocating non-ascending souls? Someone asked for them to elaborate. They say, if I'm recalling correctly, Earth humans who are disqualified for ascension due to genetic impurity will be transferred to an Earth-like planet and have their ability to procreate removed. This is this has this got to do with the Ashtar it command? Might. It's um, because it really but, sounds like but, the Ashtar but, you know, Federation. Not qualified for ascension due to genetic impurity will be uh, inability uh, yeah. unable to procreate, which is kind of uh, that sounds a lot like mm-hmm. some eugenics. Um, yeah, it I sounds mean, like West Virginia during the so 30s. so the reply to that comment that I just read is interesting. Um, the earth is on Uh its way to the fifth dimension. This means that living beings that are in adequate energy will be able to stay here and continue on your spiritual path. The souls that not make it will be transferred to this planet and will continue on their way from beginning to the beginning. Perhaps a thousand years remain until the next ascension event. I don't know the terms to incarnate on said planet, so I don't know if I they will be allowed to reproduce among themselves, but we must remember that planets are always administered by aliens, and I'm sure the masters of this planet are looking forward to the arrival of these humans who didn't make it in the first place. This sounds like um, um, God, uh, Heaven's Gate. I was going to say, is this from like the new Star Ocean I game? don't know, man, but it, it sounds like Heaven's Gate. It's It really, really does. Not re- uh, yeah, what was the term uh, Apple White used for what was going to happen to Earth? Uh, it was going to yeah, be recycled. recycled. Yeah, that that I don't like yeah. the sound of this at all. It sounds like some right. Nazi it does. Shit. Um, I do like one of the replies is who's to say we aren't on that planet already? You know, just that <laughs> blows your mind. But no, like it, it yeah. starts off kind of like a goofy little thing, but then you kind of start reading further on, and it's like, ooh, this gets dark. Yeah, no it 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 was it was starting dark to me. Yeah, uh, the the non-ascending humans, yeah, I suppose that would be a red flag. Like, well, then who does not get to ascend? That's... How do you determine who doesn't ascend? Yeah. Oh, is it racism? Yeah, who decides that? So. Pretty much. So there's not a whole lot. Like, I I think this is just someone trying to LARP, and, like, it's not panning out. Um, A lot of slurs in response, which is always fun. Of course. Oh, yeah, uh, about yeah, his yeah. sexuality. Um, one, re- one reply, yeah, it's bullshit. So. Well, you should join the revolution against these false gods. They have enslaved our people. 
Oh, this is this is where he starts talking about his Baptist Probably. church. Probably. <laughs> so again, yeah, the the pickings were a little slim, but it looked like this was the start of a LARP that just didn't pan out, which makes me a little sad. Yeah. Yeah, when the when the nut yep. just ain't there. Yep. Yep, because the guy that gives you the nut went down in a plane. <laughs> Callback. Um, well, he already deposited them nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So I got a little thing. Okay. We're going we, we're gonna to call this segment Shit Mike Found. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, what shit did Mike found? So it was a picture. I don't even remember where I found it. But it was just a picture uh, and I, I vetted this. This is an actual thing that happened. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. a uh, picture of like several, uh, they're Nigerians, and it's Nigerian, pro- and one of them's holding like a wrestling belt and, you know, speaking on stage. Nigerian prophet, I'm going to butcher this name, but Odumiji shows off the belt he won after defeating Satan in an international spiritual warfare championship. <laughs> According to the prophet, he went alone to hell and fought Satan behind closed doors. Vince has a new angle. I Do you know what I like about this? Hmm. There weren't even witnesses to the fake fight yeah. in hell. This is, this is like one-upping uh, Charlie <laughs> Daniels. It, yeah, I went down to Georgia no. and I kicked the devil's ass. No, the devil came down to Georgia, but I went to fucking hell. <laughs> and I, and beat I him. took the and championship. I got, a, I got a championship belt. <laughs> Will you face me, Satan, here in the square circle? Match and the bars are going to be really hot because we're in hell. Hell's bells, it's Kane. <laughs> Undertaker yeah, no. shows up. <laughs> Yep, not dull. <laughs> just right. Holy shit. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta I'd start watch, watching I'd watch the hell out of that fight. The man versus Satan. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I want to see. Oh, and Andre the Giant comes back as God's <laughs> champion. Lucifer, Lucifer the devil is going down. <laughs> oh, man. It's okay. I hope you'll beat him. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! Did you get the reference? Kevin? Yeah, I got <laughs> okay. it. No one else got it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an in joke. Yes, I did. You didn't say anything. So I yeah, was I was stunned into silence. You would bring it up you, where you know what? We need to bankroll like cryptid wrestling as a, a concept and like make money that way. I think we should. Oh my God, that would be great. So. The, the 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 CWC, the Cryptid Wrestling Confederacy. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I was trying to. I, I, that, I got that on like the hop there. I was like, you the Cryptid it. Wrestling. And it inverts the <laughs> WCW. Yeah, exactly. Which was the superior wrestling, wrestling no, you, organization. <laughs> I call Bigfoot. <laughs> wait, wait, no, that'd be like a really big suit. Um, uh, I, I call. Whatever, I don't know. I call Yoshi. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just, just a Sasquatch comes in in a luchador mask. Like I can't tell what he is. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That'd make an awesome Fuck video yeah, man. game. Oh, crypto wrestling. Yeah. yeah, cryptid wrestling, not crypto. Sorry, forget. You can't do that anymore. They can't being say a douche. They can't put the O on it. Otherwise, people think you're just a dude bra trying to like sell NFTs to the moon. To the moon. Sky's mm-hmm. the limit. Yep. 
To the moon. <laughs> awesome. So we got some questions. Okay. <clears throat> Answers maybe not forthcoming, but you know, we'll see. Uh let's see. Okay, Sam asked you a question earlier in the uh earlier in the month and we missed it. So let's mm-hmm. start with Sam here. Uh to you, David. In reference to historical dragons being <clears throat> dino ghosts, does that make Beowulf the first <laughs> Ghostbuster? That's a fun one. I like that. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it makes sense. I mean, I don't know that Grendel was really Yeah, a I don't dragon, I don't know. Like I, I've seen different but, interpretations you know, of uh the figure, but like any I guarantee you his mom didn't look like Angelina <laughs> Jolie. <laughs> I read that goddamn book. Yeah, no, I, I, I go, I, I'd go for I, that. That sounds fun. Okay, yeah. Just, just remember the comic Grendel. <laughs> I was very confused about, you know, Beowulf. Yeah. Oh mythology. man, Matt Wagner is mm-hmm. such a talented motherfucker. But yeah, so supernatural selection question from Ghost Forge. This is his dad's question, actually. Mm. Because his dad has become a listener. So, nice. hello, Ghost Forge's <laughs> dad. That's the only name I got for you. Sorry. Uh, do you think the government is using the fact that the History Channel show Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch is diving deep into the science and the anomalies of the place in order to facilitate disclosure in a manner we're more likely to trust and accept? Like, basically... Are they using the show to soften us up for when disclosure It started happens? all the way back with Leonard Nimoy and In Search Of. You know what? That was mm-hmm. the best fucking show. You know, that, did you know they brought that show back a few years ago? And do you know who they oh. fucking got to host it? Zachary oh, Quinto. Yeah. I was like, you motherfuckers, what, you what, even got the other Spock. What, what is it about uh, number ones in their... Uh, Oh, yeah, Jonathan to, fucking yeah, Frakes. Host paranormal <laughs> shows. You know who doesn't do that, Chakotay? Well, you know, I don't think he does anything. He's kind of like a, a, a poo-poo head. I guess. At least he came back for Prodigy. Anyway, point is, uh, David, how, do you, how likely do you um, think that is? I want to believe. I want to believe it's like the government trying to prep people for this shit. Um, but nah, I, I think it's just some producer at Discovery... Yeah. No. It's like, you know how we can make a really cheap show and stretch it out for several years? Yep. Bring money. Yeah. Mike, how about you? Yeah, I mean, the same. I think uh, there there's a lot of conspiracy about, you know, governments meddling in media. And I just, I mean, it's just so profit focused. I don't see it. Yeah, see, I don't either because this is like that same theory that uh, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind was like based on actual events that were uh, fed to Spielberg in an attempt to get the truth out in some form. And I'm like, then why even do it? Yeah, it's like that whole Men in Black joke about like the the tabloids being the source of the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm if if something's going to be yeah. revealing something, I I don't think it's going to be a slick Hollywood film. I think it's going to be like a shitty documentary I watched 3 in the morning on, on Pluto TV where it's a guy, yeah, where it's or like Aggie Nost 
talking about got, something with like a rear projected yeah. uh, planet in the background. Oh, or it's or it's going to be a video that somebody put their text into a uh, text to speech mm-hmm. generator. And that is why the aliens came down. Yeah, no, it's going to be something like that. I, I don't believe in that. Uh, I do. I am going to give them credit. Uh, Ghost Forge and his dad credit because they brought up Wormhole Extreme mm. from Stargate <laughs> SG-1, which is one of my fucking favorite things they did, where that alien uh, had repressed memories of uh, the Stargate team and wrote a TV show about them. It was like the mm. worst thing ever. Yeah. And and I have an animated GIF I posted in there uh, underneath. Of, of them all leaping at the camera for excellent heroes with an extraordinary new sci-fi series. <laughs> it's basically the exact same thing as Stargate SG-1, but with, like, a worse <laughs> budget. It's like it's like Stargate SG-1, but done by the... Uh, Star Trek, the original series? No, I mean a little bit, but more Doctor- like... No, no, the the, the Hercules the action pack, like Hercules, Legendary <laughs> Journeys, or Xena. <laughs> Jack of All Trades was the superior show, I'm that, sorry. That very, that campy, yeah. yes. you know, almost parodying... Yeah, which is why Bruce Campbell was in all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, dude, uh, uh, what was the one he did? The the kind of Western? Of, oh, oh, yep, yep. Briscoe County Briscoe Jr. County Jr., yes. Oh, that was such a good show. Oh. Fuck. Wrong <laughs> series to well, talk about. Bruce Campbell special on the distraction hole. There you <laughs> yeah, go. We have to. Uh, Holly asked, did anyone forget to bring a towel? Uh, I did not bring a towel on towel day. I did wear a hitchhiker shirt with a don't panic pin. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I don't observe the uh, holiday. I'm not religious. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, no, but but David. Oh yeah, when I when I realized it was day? towel day, I made sure to like have a towel nearby, and then you know I I posted tally a few times because okay. I love tally. Kevin, that's you, true. You you buried the lead there. Not only did you wear a shirt and a pin, what did you bring to work with you? Well, that was a different day. That was a different day. I thought that it was, was the a same completely day. different day because that sure? was yes because I brought the. I have a 3D printed the Hitchhiker's Guide that I brought day. the day before yesterday, oh, okay. but Towel Day was the 25th. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. the same day. Nope. But I did like that you just, are you wearing a pin and a Hitchhiker shirt? And I said, yes. And you just, you gigantic <clears throat> nerd. Yes, I did. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fryhide mm-hmm. has a question. It is a good one. I haven't had any time to think about this. Assuming we're in the darkest timeline... Which we probably are. Yeah, from the Many Worlds theory. I don't know. I could think of darker times. Sure, but, but, you know, it's not a good one. Uh, What's something positive about this universe that probably wouldn't exist in the brightest timeline? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, So, part of the reason we have conspiracy theories is because... Like, the world is kind of a weird, dark, illogical place. Um, and... And we yeah, have to but, have the, but the thing is, without conspiracy theories, we wouldn't be able to get together and, like, talk to each other every week. Which I... Yeah. I, yeah, I like... This show yeah. would not be here. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mike, what have you got? Uh, 
plethora of Trump jokes. I don't know. Mm. Um, I feel like struggle against horrible things breeds some of the best stuff. And seeing people fight against the horrible things that happen. And not even just the successes, but just hearing stories about people that Mm -hmm. fought against this godforsaken timeline we exist in. it, It gives me hope. I thought of another one. What's that? Uh... Uh, more countries in the uh, UN. That's true. We got like you know, they're they're trying to get uh, Sweden and Finland. Are they the two that are trying to get in now, or did Finland already get in? It. I don't know. Else? I haven't paid attention. But I know Sweden's one of them, um, and like Turkey's blocking one of them. But we already and we already had another one like a few months ago get, you know, in. Hmm. That's cool. But I just feel like we get some of the best of humanity out of these mm, situations. Yeah. Mm. I t- yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. The good things are that much better. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the idea that, like, in the brightest timeline, the everything just kind of runs together. But in this timeline, you know, you have the extremes, it's, but it just makes the extremes, <laughs> when they're positive, that I much picture, better. The bad thing is I picture the brightest timeline is like being the opening to the everything Lego movie. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's just like, you know, hey, get my coffee, <laughs> you know. And uh, here it's like... I got up today and I I put forth the effort and and tell you what yeah every I don't know. day that I, you do the dishes is another victory. You know what that's that's kind of part of what I'm getting at, but also like you know Weinstein's mm-hmm. in jail. That's that's a good thing. Like like how how boring would the like bright timeline be anyway? I got up and my you know robot gave me a blowjob and <laughs> I didn't have to go to work so I like played you know Tears of the Kingdom for you know you know what twenty hours here's here's something was fed pizza by my robot who didn't give me a blowjob <laughs> another blowjob there's and I went to bed. Of- there's a lot of sex the last two weeks on this show. Yeah. And you know what? Next oh, week God. is going to be even I know. worse. <laughs> just just change it to the Supernatural Horny Show. Because, man, I, I've i got a book. Yes, he's been regaling me with the book. And uh, just just a heads up, next week we're going to be talking. Uh, you're, so Ghost Forge, Kick-Ass Tron, you guys can be happy. Next week we are going to be talking about mm. Lacerda. We're finally, mattresses. We're finally so going back to lizard tits. But I also have this book called The Reptilian <laughs> Sex Agenda. And it is the horniest goddamn thing I've ever read in my life. I mean, like, I'm sitting here going, this is... Wow, this this is supposed to be about the lizard people. It's actually kind of hot. Holy shit. This is this is like 
I don't know. I, I, it makes Chuck Tingle seem fucking <laughs> like conservative. Have you ever actually read Chuck Tingle? I haven't, but like with a name like Pound in the Ass by the T-Rex. I don't, I don't know, man. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week. Huzzah. Hooray. Tune in next week to like, I don't know. Lizard horny, tits. I guess. Yeah, tune in next week for Horn. So, uh, yeah, David, I should you be updating you my plug? comic this weekend, uh, cosmic-dash.com. Very excited about it. Um, you know, I'm pushing myself. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and then I'm also doing commissions. Uh, I've got the yeah. next couple of weeks open. So, if you want to hire me to draw stuff for you, now's the time. So, there we go. Uh, you can just go to my website, hpcomics.com, click on the commissions link, and learn all about it. So, yep. There you go. Very cool. Mike, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, um, the, the other podcast. Ah, the distraction hole, yeah, which we, which we skipped this week, but we you know, did, we had reasons, but you know, personal stuff, it gets in the way when, when this isn't our primary job, we got to do it as, you know, it, life as happens. convenient. So, yeah. so but and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune yeah. into that where, you know, we talk about stupid shit. Yeah. Not not as important life or death shit as, you know. Oh, yeah, no, it's just... UFOs. It's, and it's basically Bigfoot. just Mike and David <laughs> shaming me for not liking things. Well, well, well like, oh, like more oh, stuff and we wouldn't have to. Shame back, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fuck you, you then. No. So, uh, I'm just going to plug that as well. And also, uh, I'm not sure when, but coming soon, my new music show will be on Deviant Behavior Radio. Mm. Radio Free Ding Dong. It eats your babies. Radio Free Ding Dong. Yeah. <laughs> music to eat babies by. So, that's it for this week. You can find all of our stuff at supernatpod.rocks. That is supernatpod.rocks. Dot rocks. You can find links to the Patreon, our Discord, our blog, which I'm going to start updating again. Mm-hmm, David, yeah. I need you to start writing some articles. Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I can't pay you, but you know, whatever. It's all free. And uh, you can find us on, uh, <laughs> what's that thing called? Mastodon. At SuperNatPod at HorrorHub.club. And you can find links to our individual Mastos there. Some of us are more active than others. Me. Yeah. I'm, I'm the other that doesn't do shit on there. Yeah. Well, Mike's not much of a social media guy. No, not, not, not a poster. More of a, I don't know. Reader looking. and collector of pornography. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> shit. Porn again. So... That's it for this week. We'll see you next week for Lizard Tits. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. I mean, well, we're, we're just people. We, we get horny. I mean, <laughs> we do get horny. And <clears throat> the tits are there on a lizard. I didn't put them there. They're just there. I, I, I understand we'll hear all about them being there. You're also going to hear about lizards rimming assholes. Oh, boy. Great. Yeah, don't listen with your mom unless she's really into that. Yeah, Ghost Forge Dad, don't listen. 